And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. Keep it short and sweet this week. We do have the conclusion of Saratoga Fat Cat's uh, third installment of three um, here by ZBS Foundation, a immaculate uh, field-recorded along the locales of Saratoga, New York, um, using Fritz, the binaural uh, head microphone, uh, with some of the typical quick-witted rye and uh, wacky writing um, that you've come to expect from Meatball Fulton. Um, ZBS Foundation, definitely one of the newsletters um, and sites you should be well aware of if you're a fan of audio to theater. Um, ZBS Foundation, zbs.org. Just this week, they announced they're going to be releasing 10-minute episodes, installments of one of my favorite little Jack Flanders mysteries, The Mystery of Jaguar Reef, involves, uh, you know, some pretty far-out stuff, as anyone who has listened to Jack Flanders uh, can attest to. Um, This is Saratoga Fat Cats, a little bit more in the detective noir genre, but it's got its own uh, wackiness as well. Hope you enjoy it. And do keep your headphones on. This is best on headphones versus loudspeakers. saw shades off and went back to his apartment. The phone was ringing. Hello? Uh, Who's this? It's Willie. I'm house-sitting for shades. Hello? Um, That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Is this Celia? Who are you? I'm a friend of shades. He asked me to look after his cats until you got here. Is he there? No, he's on his way to Chicago. Where are you now? In Albany. I had to change trains. Well, I'll pick you up at the Saratoga station, okay? Okay. Okay. The Saratoga train station is on the edge of town down a dirt road. You have to drive through woods. It was kind of dingy, slightly depressing. I've seen pictures of the original train station that used to be right in the center of town. It was a big, beautiful Victorian train station that, like most other beautiful things, was torn down. The tracks were moved out of town and, well, that's progress. I stood there watching people get off. I forgot to ask what she looked like. I figured I'd wait to see who was left standing there. But people started boarding the train and finally up went the steps, the doors closed and the train went chugging off. Well, they're diesels, they don't really chug. The engine just sort of drives off and the cars just chug along behind it. I went back to Shade's place to look after Luke's cats. 
Well, they're not Luke's anymore. I guess they belong to Shades. Shades has quite a record collection, LPs, 78s, even 45s. They're all jazz, blues, gospel, early rock and roll, classic stuff. I just put on Charlie Mingus when the phone rang. Yeah, Celia. Put Shades on. Who is this? Are you out of hearing? Shades isn't here. Put him on. He's gone to Chicago. Wise guy, I don't care who you are. Put Shades on. He left this afternoon for Chicago. He took the train. Who are you? I'm looking after his cats. What's your name? Jake. What? I said, what's your name? Jake. Who? What do you mean, who? You. Tell him Jake. Jake. Jake what? Lamada. Lamada. You were named after your uncle. I was named after my uncle. The Raging Bull? That's right. That's right. Hey, boy, this guy's uncle was just <laughs> You Italian? Half. Half. Half? Half Irish. Half Irish. Half Irish. Ask them what they want. They're not going to tell me. What's that? What do you need from Shades? Maybe I can help you. When's he coming back? Three weeks. But he said... What'd he say? Three weeks. I swear on my uncle's good name. I, I swear on my uncle's good name. Listen, Jake. You have yourself a nice day. Ciao. Jake LaMotta, is that the best you could come up with? You got your respect, but you gotta work on your voice. You know, get deep, man. Hey, come with him outside my father. What's the matter with you? Let's see, come on, sir. Go on, shut up. Get out. I like the one. You want the food? You should get that. Get no shoes. You know, like that. Hey, baby, why don't you come on over here and have a little calazon? Hey, <laughs> how'd you like that? Eh, needs work. Try it the next time when the phone rings. How'd you know it was going to ring? That's what phones do. Okay, you remember deep, heavy, right? Shay's place. Shay's ain't here. What do you want? Hello? Is Willie there? Oh, Celia, where are you? Fort Edward. I didn't know that was my stop. Fort Edward was the next one. I know. And there's no train back to Saratoga until tomorrow. You're about 20 minutes from here. I'll drive over. I'll pick you up. Celia? Um, uh, yeah. Thanks. Are you Okay. I drove to Fort Edward. It's an old train station, the classic kind, with a round, peaked witch's hat for a roof. It doesn't have a ticket master anymore. To catch a train, you have to stand by the tracks and wave your arms. She sat there on an old suitcase. She was slumped over, her head down. When I pulled up in my pickup, she looked up. The headlights reflected off her face. She had been crying. When she saw me, her body tightened. She wiped her face on her sleeve. Celia? I'm Willie. 
Can I help you with that? As we drove back, I tried to make some kind of conversation, but everything I said came out sounding stupid. Short Top finally gave me some worthwhile advice. Shut up and drive. Yeah, you're right. What was that? Nothing. <clears throat> How is he? Chase? I haven't seen him since, uh, well, I don't know, maybe five, six years. He's okay. Is he getting old? He looks good. He's healthy. And who are these cats he's so attached to? They seem to be his whole life. I guess so. He said the guy who gave them to him was murdered? Yeah. A car bomb? Yeah. Did you know him? Luke? Yeah, I was painting his house. He owns an island on the Hudson. Just down from Fort Edward. <laughs> I always thought things were pretty quiet up here. They are, but now and then... Kaboom. Yeah. Hmm? Luke was a strange guy, but I liked him. Are you the person who was in the car just before it exploded? Yeah. It happened in a cemetery? It did. Why did he go to a cemetery? It's right on the Hudson, not far from where Luke had his boat, the one he used to go back and forth to the island. But why was he in the cemetery? I don't know. He was pretty drunk. You mean he was peeing and then they blew up his car? <laughs> I think he was in the car when it blew up. You had anything to eat? Mm, I had some snacks on the train. I know a good place. Bruno's is 50s retro. There's an area devoted to Elvis, another to Marilyn Monroe, one for James Dean, one for Marlon Brando. And that's where we sat. On the wall was a photo of Brando and Lee Marvin sitting on motorcycles. It was a still from the movie The Wild Ones. Behind me was a pink jukebox shaped like the rear end of the original Ford T-Bird. I put a couple of quarters in and selected something quiet enough so we could talk. Are you going to stay in Saratoga Springs for a while? I've never been here before. It's a nice town. Can I ask you something? Sure. Who are you? I'm nobody. How come you know Uncle Shades? Well, I got to know Shades when he was a gardener working for Luke. Shades and I are friends, but I don't know much about him. Do you? Yeah, he used to be a bookie. What? No kidding. He worked for a bootlegger in Chicago. No, you're making this up? He used to tell me all kinds of stories, running numbers, speakeasies. He had a pearl-handled revolver. What? I saw it when I was 11 years old, and he let me handle it. It was heavy. He made me promise not to tell. You're the first person I ever told. She was easy to be with. That's probably because she was too tired to be tough. It's only about ten minutes from Bruno's back to Shade's place. She fell asleep within the first two minutes. Her head was leaned back against the headrest. Her face changed. The muscles relaxed. The hardness fell away. She looked soft, sweet, vulnerable. I could even see that eleven-year-old little girl in there. When I pulled up to Shade, she was still asleep. 
I knew I had to wake her, but there wasn't any hurry. I let her sleep. Episode 10. Celia, Shade's niece, is asleep in Willie's pickup. Meanwhile, Willie is sitting there having a conversation with Short Top Detroit. You know, that fictional pulp detective that Willie hears inside his head. Hey, how would you like to wake up with that on the pillow next to you? I still love Annie. Annie's history, wise up. You're just ticked off because Annie sent me to a shrink to get rid of you. Well, yeah. Why don't you go back to sleep? I never sleep. And speaking of sleeping, Annie's sleeping with another guy. What? She's probably sleeping with him right now. What are you telling me? What did you say? Huh? Oh, uh, I just, uh, this is Shade's place. Oh, sorry. I fell asleep. I'll give you the key and introduce you to the cat, show you what to feed him. I'll be on my way. The door was wide open. I had locked it. Oh, no. Someone busted in. Oh, God. What happened? Someone tore up. Oh, I thought they did to this phonograph records. They went all over the place. They walked on them. He told me some of these records were priceless. Who did this? I have no idea. Maybe you do. I do? Ooh. Someone called this afternoon asking for shade. It sounded like a sounded like a gangster. I don't know why I'm here. I can't take this. <laughs> Hold her. What? She needs to be held. She's gonna think I'm trying to do it. Just do it. <laughs> I held her. She leaned against me. I could feel conflicting emotions passing through her body. One was to keep a respectful distance. One was to press up against me. One was to remain hard. One was to allow the little girl to come out. The child trusted me. The woman couldn't. Listen, you can stay at my place tonight. I have an extra bedroom tomorrow. I'll get the place straightened up, all right? Wait a minute. Where are they? Oh. The cats. Sylvester and Tweety Bird. Oh, well, did you see them? Well, they're probably in the backyard. Twenty Bird, Sylvester! Do you see them? The front door was open. Listen, I know you're tired. Why don't I drop you off at my place? I'll come back and I'll look for the cat. No, 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 I'll help. You sure? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, why don't you look down that way? I'll check up the street. Okay, okay, okay. We'll meet back here. Twenty Bird! Twenty Bird! Sylvester! We didn't find the cats. I didn't know if they were kidnapped or being held for ransom or what. We gave up. It was midnight. I took Celia to my place. She was wiped out. I thought I'd have to carry her into the house. This is your house? Yeah, I bought it. I fixed it up a little. Nice. You married? No. You live alone here? Yeah. A girlfriend? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't know? Right now? No. I don't mean to cry. Okay. I just didn't want someone to find you here and start yelling at me. <laughs> hey, come on. I'll show you your room. 
took me a while to get to sleep. Sometime around 3 a.m. A real babe. What's that? I said she's a real babe. You woke me up to tell me that. Her skin, it's beautiful. <sighs> nice face, sensitive, a little hard, but when she drops her mask, it's fine. Can I go back to sleep? <sighs> I need someone to talk to. I'll give you the number of my shrink. You want to know about the cats? <sighs> what about the cats? Check the neighbor's backyard. Why didn't they come when we called? The cats were freaks. Are they going to come back? The cats are the creeps. Is it safe for her to stay at Shades? I thought it was obvious. What? You are so dumb, I don't know why I bother. You can always leave. Ah, yeah. You, you get the cats and you bring them here. And Celia stays here. She likes your place, she feels safe with you, and her bedroom has a lock. So? All right. I'll think about it. There's nothing to think about. You've already made the decision. Go to sleep. The next day was Saturday. I didn't have to work. Celia slept until noon. I was tempted to knock on her door, see if she was okay, but Short Top said to leave her alone. I left a note on the kitchen table and went out looking for Sylvester and Tweety Bird. I found them two doors down from Shades in the neighbor's backyard. You found them? Yeah. They were in the neighbor's backyard. But you only found one. Sylvester's out in the pickup. This is oh. Tweety Bird. Well, why did you bring them here? Well, I think it's better if you and the cats stay here. But uh, <laughs> if you're going to look after the cats, there's no reason for me to be here. You sure? Yeah, that's why I came here. Is it? What's that? I said, that's why I came here, because I was supposed to look after no, the cats. No, I meant, you can look after the cats here. You can help me get Shade's place fixed up. Uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, brunch. Brunch? <laughs> okay. We get Sylvester. Then we'll go. <laughs> Willie, my man, there you are. Rick, this is Celia, Shay's niece. Oh, you are the prettiest thing I've seen all day. <laughs> yeah, right. Didn't you see those guys that just walked by? They looked at you like yummy, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to join us, do you? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to see you with somebody like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what about Selby? Oh, Selby. Where'd you see her? <laughs> is Selby your girl? No, Selby's a guy. Oh. <laughs> what? No, she isn't. I'm not a... <laughs> so you're staying with Trudy? Yes. No. You're not staying with the cat? The cats are at my place. Oh. <laughs> well, I think I'd better be moving. Nice to meet you, Lucille. Celia. All right. See ya. Bye. So long. <laughs> he, he's a character. Yeah. He used to have a nickname, White Boy Rick. White Boy? I think he used to deal, something like that. This was a long time ago. Well, what was he dealing? I don't know. He made his bundle. He got out before he got caught. <laughs> that takes balls. Huh? <laughs> discipline. That takes discipline. So... 
Will he tell Annie? That you're staying at my place? No. Rick will tell Selby, and then she'll tell Annie. Do you want me to leave? No. No. Annie and I... It wasn't going anywhere, you know? You miss her? A little. What do you miss about her? She was easy to talk to. Well, she used to be. Now she's on my case nonstop. Why? You're inquisitive. I want to know the guy with whom I'm living. I feel I can ask you anything. And I'm stupid enough to answer. (laughs) The phone rang in the middle of the night. Yeah? Hello? Is she in bed with you? What? You heard me, didn't you? No, I mean yes. I mean no, she's not. And yes, I heard you. Where is she? She's in her room. Her room? I mean the other bedroom. Why? Someone broke down Shade's door and busted up his apartment. He, She had no place to stay. Well, who did it? One of her ex-boyfriends? No, it was probably someone Shade's knows. Uh, well, why does she have to stay at your place? Annie, she doesn't have any money. Yeah, well, I heard you two make a cute couple. Cute couple? Do you know how that makes me feel all these years I've wasted on you? Do you ever think about that, Willie? Annie? You've been listening to that dirty old man, haven't you? What dirty old man? You know who. Short top? He's telling you what to do, isn't he? Annie, he's not telling me what... You make me sick. I hope you and your sharecropper girlfriend, I hope the two of you... Wait, 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 wait. What are you saying? You'd like to taste some of that hot chocolate, wouldn't you? Annie, come on. This isn't like you. Annie. Okay. Yeah, I'm just making some hot chocolate. You want some? Sure. I think I should leave. You heard me on the phone? Yeah. I want you to stay. <laughs> you don't know anything about me. Are any ex-boyfriends going to come over here and pound on me? <laughs> they don't know where I am. <laughs> we sat up and talked. When the birds started chirping, Sylvester and Tweety Bird came into the kitchen wanting to be fed. Hey, do you think these jewels are real? What? The jewels in their collars. I think they put rhinestones in cat collars. Oh, no. I better leave you alone. I don't think it's Annie. Well, it could be. Hello? Shades, where are you? No one's answering at my place. Someone broke in and messed the place up. Was she here then? No, she was with me. She's staying at my place. What about the cat? They're here. They're okay. No, but right after you left, some guy he sounded like a gangster. He called. He wanted to talk to you. Did you tell him where I went? Chicago. Good. Why is that? Because <laughs> that's not where I am. Where are you? The cats are okay. They're fine. Where are you? Let me talk to him. Celia wants to talk to you. Here. Uncle, what is going on? Yeah? Yeah, but why... But why did you... But what... I stepped outside. The air was cool. It gets that way in October. Cool nights, warm days, autumn in New York. 
But there's something about the autumn that makes me sad. Maybe it's because the leaves are starting to fall. Up here we have six months with leaves and six months without. Hey, quit yakking, will ya? What? Quit yakking, will ya? How can I think when you keep jabbering to yourself? It's like a Tower of Babel in here. Yakity, 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 yakity. Even in your sleep. I talk in my sleep? It's your dreams. I feel like I'm being held hostage in a theater that plays the stupidest movies that were ever made. Willie, your dreams suck. You can always leave. And leave you without a conscience? Uh-uh. You're no conscience. Look, it's all coming together now. You talking about Luke? That's why I'm here. You mean if you solve Luke's murder... You'll get out of my head. Willie, wise up. We're never going to solve that murder. At this point, Celia came in from the backyard. Your shade's coming back? Uh, not for a long, long time. Where is he? He didn't say. I don't think you really want to hear this. Yes, I do. When he was working for Luke, he was approached by someone who offered him some money to report on Luke. Report what? What Luke did, where he went, who he saw. Why? He never asked. Why did Shades do it? He needed the money. He gambles. He was in debt. But they killed Luke. But he doesn't think they're the ones who did it. Then who? I don't know. Then why did they tear Shades' place apart? They thought he knew something about Luke's money. Why would Shades know about that? He didn't say. Why didn't you ask? Hey, back off! Are you obsessed by this? Yes, I am. I almost got blown up with Luke. I'm sorry. I wish I could get this out of my head, but I can't. We both knew enough to drop it. I had stuff to do that day. I didn't see her again until the evening. We went to dinner and then saw a movie. He said I can trust you. You can. He asked if you take care of the cats. I'll look after them. What about his stuff? Should I put it in storage? He said take what you want and give the rest away. He's not coming back? Nope. You could take his place. It's furnished. Oh, I don't know what I'd do up here. Oh, you find your work. You can stay at my place. Oh, Annie would love that. She's seeing someone else. Then why was she so angry with you? Oh, who knows? That's Annie. She's Irish. <laughs> You want to hear an Irish joke? Uh, oh, come sure, on. I'll sure, tell you. Sure, sure, okay, sure. okay. So, so oh. Irish, and he's driving down the road. He's, oh, oh, oh. Oh. Cop pulls him over. He says, So, so you've been drinking a bit, have you? He says, Oh, yes, I have. He says, You know, you were weaving all over the road. He says, so was I now? He says, Yes, you were, as a matter of fact. And as a matter of fact, about three miles back, your wife fell out of the car. He says, Oh, thank God. I thought I was going deaf. <laughs> 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 That's Annie for you. She never stops talking. Jesus, Mary and Joseph with all the saints as my preservers. I don't know. Annie, she'll say, she'll say, so you're drinking water, are you? And that's a, that's an accusation. <laughs> Whoa, look out. You see that skunk running right across us? Smell like hell. Oh, I kind of like the smell of skunk, don't you? Yeah. Well, here we are. So how'd you get the name Pizza? Oh, who told you? Uncle Shades. He used to call me that when I was a kid. Why Pizza? I don't know. 
course I was sweet. Really? <laughs> I really don't know why. Can I call you that? No, don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Door is locked. Well, don't you lock your door? Yeah. Only when I go away for a few days. Down the block, around the corner. Check it out. Check out what? The Chrysler with the tinted windows. Uh, I didn't see that. I did. They could be waiting inside. Well, maybe we shouldn't go in. Was there really a suspicious-looking car back there? You hear that? It's a car door. Yeah. There's two of them. Well, let's leave. Yeah, come on. We started walking. Behind me, I heard the car door slam again. Get out of the street! I know, but, but, but where? Where do we go? We hopped the fence and ducked into the neighbor's backyard. There's a garden back there. The only place to hide was in that rows of sweet corn. The car slowed down. It stopped. A door opened. The flashlight came out. They were checking the bushes. And then they came into the garden. It's starting to rain. Hang on, hang on. They're leaving. <laughs> Something was tickling my nose. Corn silk. Corn silk. I think we better leave. Well, who were they? Probably the guy that wanted to know about shades. We don't know where he is. I do. He told you? No, I just know. Where? Oh, you don't want to know. So, where do we go now? Rick's. White boy Rick? Yeah, he has a big place. I'm going to walk back and get my pickup. You want to wait here? No, 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 no. I'm getting wet. So, we're coming around your pad? Not that way. You two can have the guest room. Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> we are not an item. Oh, you mean you're available. Is that what I said? That's not what I said. You take the bedroom. Willie here can have the couch. You want me to show you to your room? No, I can find it. Couple stairs to the right. I can't sleep. I'm too wound up. Willie, you're looking pretty unwound, eh? <laughs> you want a nightcap? What do you got? Everything. Jameson, 1780? That I do. You see it? Uh, sure. You know, uh, maybe you ought to call the cops. I don't think so. You don't like cops. Why, do you? No. Had a run-in? Hasn't everyone. What were you saying? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Ooh, uh, oh, Willie. <laughs> we done gone. Well... Here's to, uh... Always present a moving target. <laughs> All right. This is yellow. Mm-hmm. So, who is Short Top? Willie didn't tell you? Mm, who is he? A detective. But not real. No, no, novels, fiction, Short Top Detroit. Mm. You never heard of him? Oh, I never heard him until tonight. Hmm, he's been going to see a shrink about this. Oh, do you mean Shorts? Yeah. No, I mean, Shorts isn't going to see a shrink. It's Willie. Why? 
My nanny said to him. Why? Well, he's hearing voices in his head. How many? Many? Yeah. Well, just one, just shorts. Tells him things that, you know, aren't necessarily so. Like what, Mr. Wiseass? <laughs> You know, stuff like about Luke is getting blown up. The shorts had it all wrong. And you had things right, eh, schmuck? <laughs> well, did Willie tell you about uh, Christine St. Nicholas? No. Uh, she's a model. Sports Illustrated. Wet t-shirts, that kind of thing. Big, uh, you know. What, uh, butt? No, no. Uh, rest. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? She was Luke's girlfriend. Willie was involved with her. Watch this guy. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you this. Well, were they involved while Luke was alive? No, no, it was after. What happened? Willie said they were from two different worlds. Why? Well, he wasn't going to go and live down in New York, and she wasn't going to live up here, so they... So, what about Annie? Well, he and Annie weren't together by then. That's over, anyway. She's out of the picture? Well, my friend Selby uh, said she saw Annie uh, with some weightlifter. But listen, you need a place to stay. This is a big house. Mine's twice the size of Willie's. Twice the size of Willie's. <laughs> You'd have your own room, uh, no rent. Cheap. <laughs> do, uh, do, do you have a blanket? Oh, there's lots of blankets. You wouldn't have any trouble staying warm. No, I, I meant for Willie. He's shivering. Hey, yeah, he, he's shaking. <laughs> right. Uh, sure thing. No problem. <laughs> shivering. I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> you better lock your door tonight, babe. Rick's okay. I know, he's just... Horny. <laughs> so you're going nuts too, huh? I can't believe oh. I'm hearing a voice that's inside your head. That's crazy, isn't it? Oh, I wonder what your shrink would say about this. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, but two people hearing the same voice? You'd probably write a book. Oh, they're going to lock us up. Well, maybe we get Short Top to deliver messages back and forth between our padded cells. Over my dead ass. <laughs> You're up. Here, I, I got a blanket for you. And a pillow. Oh, and uh, here's your Jamesons. You're drinking. I'm too tired, man. Well, I'm going to bed. Good night. See you in the morning. Sleep tight, peaches. What did you say? What's that? <laughs> Don't blame me. You are a dirty old man. Who is? Hey, not me, babe. Good night. See ya. Yeah. Night. Is her name Celia? Oh, they're going to lock us up. I know it. <laughs> oh, man, I don't like watching that fanny climb my stairs. Dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> down, Ricky boy. Down, down, down. You know, if you two, uh, if nothing happens between you two and... She's free and, you know, uh, unattached. Well, I wouldn't mind getting together with someone. I know. Like that. I know. Hi, 
I wasn't sure if Celia could really hear short talk or whether she was picking up signals from me. I was talking out loud to myself and I didn't even know it. When you live alone, that happens. That's why people have pets. So you can talk out loud to yourself and no one will think you're as crazy as you really are. Next day, when we got back to my place, there was a message on my machine. Willie. It's Annie. Willie. Uh, I'll leave you two alone. You can hear this. Peaches. What? Trust him. <sighs> Willie, I do trust you. This is the best thing I know for going around in circles. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shades would love me. He used to love this. The merry-go-round in Congress Park has this wonderful old clunky sound about it, even though it was just built this year. I think that's because it's wood with these beautiful old sculptured horses. It's like going back in time. It's like being a kid again. Episode 13. Celia and Willie are in Congress Park. It's the 4th of July, and it's just getting dark. If you're wearing headphones or earbuds, you'll hear the fireworks exploding right over your head. Now, you want to see some fireworks? What's that supposed to mean? Fireworks. There's fireworks tonight. Yeah? Where? Up there, above your head.
It was dark when we got back to my place. This time I had locked the house. There wasn't a black sedan waiting around the corner, so I figured it was safe. Sitting at the kitchen table was a small man with slicked-backed hair and a face like a weasel. It's about time you two birds came back to roost. In front of him were two empty cottage cheese containers, large curd. Leaning against the refrigerator was a second man. He was slightly larger than my refrigerator. You Jake Jr.? What? Jake Lamada Jr. I figured you had a sense of humor. Yeah, the boss got a real kick out of it, didn't he, Craig? You and the angel take a seat. Yeah. Sure. You answer one question. Wear shades. I don't know. Crusher, did he give the right answer? <laughs> Crusher says no. I honestly don't know. What about you? Shades is my uncle. So? He said he was going to Chicago to see Uncle Boots. Uncle oh. That's what everyone calls him. What is he, shoeshine boy? <laughs> That's right. How can we help? How can we help? Give me the brother's number. I don't know. What's his real name? Clarence Williams. Why did you break his phonograph records? You didn't have to do that. Your uncle has caused the boss great grief. How much does he owe? What does he owe? Money. What do you think? How much to pay it all? 20 grand. You got it? No. What about you? Are you kidding? Look, you seem like decent citizens. Crush, what do you say we give one of them a break? Eeny, meeny, miny, yuck. Crusher grabbed Celia's wrist and made like he was going to snap it in half. Oh. <gasps> Where is it? I told you the truth. I told you the truth. Chicago, that's all I know. The weasel looked at me and smiled. Then nodded to Crusher. Crusher bent her wrist back. Stop it. We'd tell you if we knew. The weasel nodded. Crusher let her go. I'm leaving you with them. Next time Shades calls, you get an address, then you call me. Do you understand? Yeah. Job. How's your wrist? He didn't hurt me. He didn't? When the Crusher grabbed me, his eyes said, pretend. And the more he pretended to bend my wrist, the more I pretended to yell. Maybe you better get out of town. No. This isn't your fault. It's not yours either. Were they the ones who blew up Luke? They're capable. They wouldn't do that to Shades. I think I should take out a loan and pay off Shades' debt. He's not coming back to Saratoga. Does he want to? It's his home. What about the fat cats? What's he talking about? The cats. Are they all back? They were. I'm going to check on them. The rhinestones in Tweety Bird's collar came out in my... Willie, there's something in here. Where? Inside the stone. Let's see it. Do you have a magnifying glass? I used to. Uh, see if I can find it. I think it's a map. Remember when Luke was soused? Remember what he said about his island? He said, I'm Luke John Silver and this is my treasure island. I found it. Did you hear short talk? <laughs> Loud and clear. Here. 
It looked like a tiny treasure map. Is this his island? Yeah, that's it. And the X, what's that? Must be buried treasure. 15 paces due north. Hmm. Do people live on the island? Someone bought it. Are they living there now? For the summer, yeah. But now, October. I don't know. Can you find the X? You mean, is it painted on the ground? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? What's it say? 15 paces due north from Big Whitey? Well, what's Big Whitey? I don't know. When do you want to go? Now. We need a boat, a couple of shovels, flashlights. Rick's got a kayak. It'll fit too. How did you know that? He wanted to take me kayaking. Good old Rick. Are you going to tell him about the map? No. We had no problem borrowing Rick's kayak because Rick wasn't around. We drove out to the old Fort Miller Cemetery. I tossed the two shovels on the ground and was about to pull the kayak out of the pickup. Really? What? There's a man standing out there among the tombstones. Oh, yeah. Hey, hi. How you doing? Are you brave, Robert? Set. He means the shovels. Now we're looking for buried treasure. Seriously. around here, all you're going to dig up is bones. We've met before. Oh, I remember you. Yeah, hi. How you doing? Where's your dog? Got hit by a car. Oh, that's too bad. Had to put him down. Rufus? Yeah, you remember him? Yeah. He was a good dog. Yeah, he was. This is Celia. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. Who owns Luke's Island? Some people from New Jersey. They around? On weekends. You remember Shades the gardener? Yeah, sure. Well, Celia's his niece. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. There were a couple of plants out there Luke gave to Shades, but Shades was never able to get back to dig them up. They're sons of bitches. People who own the island? When they drive by, they look right at you like you don't exist. Mm. They're the ones who hit Rufus. They said he crossed the road in front of them. They were driving with their heads up their asses and ran over him. Fat cats. Fat cats. Yeah, that's it. That's them. I don't know of anyone who lives on this river that likes them. Take whatever you want, dig up the whole damn island, no one's going to say anything. Thanks. If you find any buried treasure, keep it. Better get himself another dog. Really? Yeah. It's getting dark. It's okay. I know where the falls are. The falls? Never mind. There was quite a bit of traffic on West River Road. It's the highway that runs alongside the Hudson. But I figured no one would see us if we landed on the other side of the island. It was also the closest point to where Luke's map had the X. We pulled the kayak onto the bank and Celia grabbed the shovels. I checked my compass. It started to rain. Okay, I'm ready. Fifteen paces due north from Big Whitey. Hmm. Well, well, what is a Big Whitey? Big Whitey? <laughs> I don't know. It meant something to Luke. Oh, all I see is trees. There's no birches. They're white. Uh, isn't that the biggest one? What is it? Yeah, it's a tree. Uh -huh. What kind? Um, and it's an oak. What kind? Well, well, what's he saying? What kind of oak? Are there different kinds? Yeah, yeah. Uh, come over here. Shape of this leaf. Yeah. This isn't a red oak. Mm -hmm. It's a white oak. And uh oh. 
See? What do you think? Uh, I don't see anything really ugly. Maybe there was something there. It's not there anymore. What happens when the leaves fall? You can see a lot more. You stay here. Don't move. I'm going in front of the trees where I can see. She's a peach. I know. I bet she's juicy. Hey, hey, cut that out. You can hear your shorts. Yeah? Why is that? You tell me. Oh, she is one tasty chicky. Tasty chicky? Really, Willie, the low life you hang out with. What'd you find? A dock across the river. And it's made out of cement blocks. And it's really ugly. Walk toward me. How many paces? Five. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Hi. Where do we go from here? Uh, down. <laughs> Start digging. Oh, yeah, one shovel for you, one shovel for me. The sod was about a foot thick. It was getting dark now. Rain continued, but we didn't notice it. Celia was pretty good with a shovel. The hole kept getting wider and wider and deeper, but we weren't finding anything. I figured if there was anything here, Luke wouldn't bury it six feet deep, would he? And then, Celia's shovel hit something. Ooh, hear that? And do it again. Is it a rock? Sounds too soft. Mm. Can you shine the light down here? Mm. I got down on my knees and dug around with my hand. It was a plastic box. Well, let's see. Oh, it's a lunch bucket. Huh? See? Treasure Island. Huh. 
Treasure Island's a pirate's lunch bucket. And there's a lock. Oh, what do you think is in there? Knowing Luke, it'll probably be a little rubber ducky. How do you know it was Luke? <laughs> you mean Luke didn't bury this? Don't ask me. Had to be Luke. Keep digging. What's he saying? There's something else. Where? Underneath. I dug it out. Beneath that was another and yet another under that. And that was it. They were all lunch pails, all different, but all printed with pirate pictures, gold bullion pouring out of the treasure chest, parrots and peg legs, and all the usual pirate booty. We took our four treasure chests, boarded the kayak, and paddled away. When we got back to my place, I left Celia in the pickup while I went inside to see if the weasel and crusher were into my cottage cheese again. They weren't. We put the boxes on the kitchen table. I went out to the garage and got the bolt cutters. The lock snapped easily enough. Uh, do you think it's safe? Maybe. I unsnapped the latches. Yeah, just open it a little and peek inside. I opened the lid just a little and shined the flashlight in. Uh-oh. Oh, look. What is it? It's rigged. There's a tripwire. Oh, crap. I don't think we should open it. White boy. Who? Rick. He knows demolitions. That's what he's in Vietnam. It's not a pro. It's amateur. How big a charge can you fit into a lunchbox? <laughs> Big. We got three more boxes here. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so it is a bomb. Maybe not. No? But maybe. Can you defuse it? I'm gonna try. So, so, so maybe? I know a place I can set it off. But, but what if there's something inside the box? Boom! <gasps> Will he just open it? I'm gonna take it out back. Do that. Do it. Don't listen to him. I'm with you. Don't do it, man. Do it. I'm going back, John. Why does he listen to me? Shorts. Tell him to do it. Yeah. I set the box on the far side of the willow tree, hooked a fishing line up over a low branch, caught the hook under the lid, got behind the brick barbecue, ducked my head, and pulled on the line. Did you do it? Yeah. Some kind of a whirling or scratching sound going on in there. Don't move. What's that? It's laughing at me. That's it's pirates. It's a har-har box. I can see something else. Something wrapped in tin foil. Have I waited long enough? Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. It's wrapped in plastic and tinfoil and duct tape. Maybe it's dope. Maybe it's treasure. 
I sliced through the duct tape, through the tin foil and layers of plastic, and finally, there it was. Luke the Pirate's Treasure. Ooh. Oh my god. Are they real? Looks like they're all hundreds. And there's three more boxes. Maybe we should open them up back. Go right ahead. I'll use the same method you did. Just to be safe. As we counted Luke's little treasure, we could hear the har-har boxes being set off in the backyard. It sounded like we were having a pirate party back there. What do you have? $11,700. The other three boxes netted exactly the same amount. $100,000 here. <laughs> what are you going to do with all this? We'll split it. Three ways. No, you don't have to give me any. That's okay. No, not you. I meant shades. Oh, there you go. Are you sure? Yeah, we'll pay off what he owes the weasel, and then we'll split the rest between you and me and shades. Can, can I ask a favor? You want some money? No, no. Uh, I would like one of those har har boxes. Oh, I don't know. Okay, it's yours. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> you have all four of them. Uh, you know, I always figured Luke had a lot more than this. Where do you think he stashed it? Probably offshore. Yeah. Yeah, maybe in the Caymans. Have fun. <sighs> what a day. I need a bath. Yeah. Too. Well, you want to join me? You mean in the shower? No, not in the shower. Oh, sorry. I meant in the bathtub. Oh. Mm -mm 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 -mm. oh shut up. I still think Luke's alive. And now the credits. Willie and Shorttop, played by Mr. Bill. Celia, Karen Evan Kandel. White Bar Rick, Patrick Donovan. Shades, Melvin White. Annie, Kelly Sweeney. Weasel, Paul Candell. The therapist, Marcia Dale Lopez. The caretaker, Gary Starn. Saratoga Fast Cats was written by Meatball Fulton with music by Tim Clark. This has been a ZBS production, zbs.org. All right, that was Saratoga Fat Cats by the ZBS Foundation, zbs.org. Uh, check it out, and zbs.org. Um, hundreds more hours of audio drama at radiodramarevival.com. Check out our podcast archives. Go to the website through the genre table, uh, or you can use the app. Uh, recently brought the app back to the iTunes store after almost ditching it. 
just because you keep me going there, fans, friends, and believers. <laughs> uh, thank you all for your support and for downloading, sharing, and listening to this podcast. Uh, we do have it, again, Radio Drama Revival. Radio Drama Revival is an app on the iTunes as well as Android Store. It's a podcast on Stitcher and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Drama or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Radio Drama Revival. Do tell a friend or email me yourself, Fred, that's F-R-E-D at Radio Drama Revival.com. I'll be back with you in October, expecting the birth of my second child, actually, in a couple of weeks, as well as the release of Lock and Key production, um, you know, grand stage production that I worked on with Audible. That'll be in October. So exciting things coming here in October. Hope you've enjoyed um, this long, slumbery Indian summer here with me, with Fat Cats from ZBS Foundation. Uh, that's wrap for this week. Rated on Revival, produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalge, um, the submissions editor, Monique Boudreau of Oral Stage Studios. All shows on the show. Uh, copyright remains their original producer, but do please share this show in its entirety as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival, it is a production of Radio Drama Revival LLC. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com with labor love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get to Old Navy one day only. Saturday, summer's hottest dresses are on sale. Just 10 bucks for women, 8 bucks for girls. Plus, save even more when you redeem your super cash through Sunday at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Hurry in. Valid 6-8. Select styles only.